0: Thank you for tuning into the Spartan Summit. I am one of your co hosts, Janaya, and alongside me is Paris. So today Paris and I are going to be having a discussion about our take on a standardized test.
1: So Janaya, how do you feel about standardized testing?
0: Well, I think ultimately I think standardized testing is sometimes it's too difficult for the student body. And I also think like there's some things that is very hard for us to grasp. And I think like standardized tests can be very complicated, even though, you know, it's always going to exist within schools. But I just think like sometimes it can be, you know, a far stretch and, you know.
1: I agree. I feel like standardized testing puts too much pressure on students to do well on something when in reality, I mean, you're not going to be perfect in absolutely everything.
0: Right. Absolutely. I think like standardized tests does push You know, the ideology that like students they have to get they have to have this perfect score to show Mm -hmm. you know their potential. But yeah, to get in, you know, you know, really it's not even that's not even the case. You know, you shouldn't have to take a test and get you know like a thirty six to say like oh well you shouldn't meet me into this school because Mm -hmm. of this you know statistic.
1: Basically, standardized testing shouldn't define your intelligence.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree. And I also think, you know, standardized tests can also be kind of, you know, biased or culturally biased because, you know, most of the material that you see on these standardized tests, you know, for example, the ACT. Mm -hmm. Like most of the material on those tests have never even been, you know, discussed in the courses at our schools, depending on, you know, the demographics or what area you are, you probably get more. Resources, you probably have better courses offered there. So I feel like that's another factor that isn't fair that comes to um, standardized tests.
1: And speaking of standardized tests and the ACT, I've heard you've taken it. So how did you feel while taking the ACT? Um, was it long? Was it hard? Was it boring?
0: I would say all of the above. <laughs> because I think, so my first time I took the ACT was last year, and it was in December. And this was actually outside of school, so I was I didn't feel more pressured because I was in a completely different environment. I was at a different school taking the test, Um, and it was long. It was frustrating. I couldn't even focus really. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know what it was, but I just think the pressure that I felt, you know, until going into that moment, Mm -hmm. I just think that was what kind of like failed me and. Obviously my score came back and it was not what it was not what I expected and I knew like I had greater potential and I knew that, you know, I could have done better. So I think, you know, mostly it was me, but I also think, you know, it was the prep mm-hmm. and everything that, you know, played into why I received the score I did.
1: So you think the prep and just being there is what made your score low? Yeah. All of the above, basically. Mhm.
0: Do you think that um standardized tests are necessary for admittance, wait, let me rephrase it. Do you think standardized tests are necessary for college?
1: I believe students should be evaluated, but I don't think it should be to the certain extent in just the measures that the standardized tests have now. Like as far as just sitting for like hours straight taking a test, no person is going to focus that much it just doesn't make sense to me. And then also the fact that it's kind of, it seems like they're evaluating them and seeing like, if your score is high, then that means you're very smart. And if it's low, that means you didn't learn anything, which is not necessarily the case because maybe, you know, they have like a low attention span, but they're smart. It just didn't work out while taking the test.
0: I definitely, I agree with that. Especially when you said maybe they have a low attention span. I can kind of relate to that. So, um, Do you think there's, you know, different ways that the standardized tests can be designed to kind of, like, um, foster to people's needs to take these tests? You know, depending on what they might have troubles with, you know, like the attention Definitely.
1: Like, I think tests should be shorter because no one wants to sit and take a test for hours at a time. It just, it doesn't work out. And I also think that there shouldn't be, it should, it should it still should be timed. But other than that, I mean, I think everything else should be fine.
0: I agree. I think, you know, the time and the sitting for hours is just very hard for most people to do. I know I was one of those people that didn't didn't like the thought of just sitting for hours to take the test, especially if, you know, I already came into the room knowing that I probably wouldn't even do well. So
1: So what did you do for preparation for the test, ACT? Um, Did you take classes?
0: No, No, I'm kidding. Um, So I was actually in the ACT prep program. Well, I'm still currently in this program, but it's outside of school. We met once a week. Um, It was called College Bound. This is like a college prep, ACT prep type of organization um um it was virtual mm-hmm. we did a lot of workshops a lot of reading was the class
1: of, size big
0: well they it was big but they broke it down to different like sessions mm-hmm. so it did seem smaller so the session I was in was small but um it made it like able for us to have individual time with you know our college coach or Whatever we could call her, oh. but yeah, so that's that was how I prepared, um, and it was it was a great program, and I am still a part of it, so that says a lot.
1: And do you think schools should offer ACT prep?
0: Yeah, I think schools should definitely offer ACT prep as an option.
1: Most definitely, because some students cannot basically prep for ACT as much outside of school, but when they're inside of school, it's kind of like they, they're they forced to learn anyway, so a class would definitely benefit them, such as ACT prep.
0: Right, definitely. And then I also think with these ACT prep courses, they should have somebody who specifically knows the strategies to taking the these tests. Yeah, someone that's
1: willing to teach the class and show the class attention.
0: Right. And I know I am taking a ACT prep, In my school, Um, alongside, you know, the one I said I'm taking outside of school. But, you know, I just feel like even though, like, say the school does offer ACT prep, Mm -hmm. it's also important to look out, like.
1: And take the time out of your own, you know, and just study.
0: Yeah, or, you know, try to get involved in, like, ACT prep stuff outside of school, whether that's not even just. Studying yourself it could be like a study group or something you know
1: yeah don't depend on the school to teach you mm-hmm. so did you hear about the college admission scandal
0: i did hear about that a while ago i have very limited knowledge of that though <sighs> but i do know that um it was it has to do with what we're talking about right now standardized mm-hmm. test and you know um it involved a few celebrities from full house right mm-hmm i think so but um yeah, so but it was really a large issue and then they talked about like how rich privilege, um, you know, how they how that played a big part, yeah. Yeah, how that played um a big part in, you know, getting their children admitted into colleges with these, you know, high standardized scores. And you would think, you know, You would think that they would have, you know, since they have so much money that they could just pay for like, you know, expensive classes or tutors to get their children Mm -hmm. um, prepared for these tests. But obviously these tests are so hard that they won't even go out of the way to, you know, pay for these Mm -hmm. tutoring sessions and instead they they would just pay for like a higher exaggerated score or something.
1: And do you think having money gives you the upper hand with these standardized testing?
0: Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> like just what we were talking about with the scandal. Um, I think having money, you know, for people who have more money, they have more options, mm-hmm. like
1: programs, classes, right? Bribery.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly, and I also think. The standardized tests, mostly they're used for is because of competit- competitiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> standardized tests, they're mostly used for, you know, getting scholarships and everything for school. So the another thing, like, you know, for people that have money, they don't even actually have to worry so much about standardized tests. Then, you know, people who are more unfortunate or, you know, don't have as much opportunity as people who do have money. So they do actually have to,
1: you know, utilize their brain and what they have to try to study.
0: Right. So that they can have more opportunity for college. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for listening. Um, That is all. So make sure to follow all of our social media platforms and to stay tuned in for more episodes. Thank you. Bye.